is workplace evangelism. How do you, how do we bring the influence of God to our workplace beyond the church? Of course, you are going to discover that you don't spend most of your time so much in the church. You don't spend most of your time on the street. Your work takes most of your time. So if you leave your commitment to seeing Christ taking over on the earth, seeing what Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 3, what the vision of God is, that the entire world will be filled with his glory, then definitely you cannot be quiet in your workplace and feel it is not the field for the Lord to take over. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. And we are in a time, what I'm teaching you this morning, many of us don't know. And if we know, we don't know the how. How can I bring Christ to my workplace? How can Christ influence my workplace? Is there a difference between the work that I do and the work of God. Is my work only meant to be fetching me the money that we are going to survive and out of that we also put it into the mission, into God's work and say let the work of God continue. Why we are there in the workplace where that money is coming from but we are not fulfilling our kingdom assignment. How can you be an influencer for God in your workplace? How do you see your workplace? These are questions I want us to raise in our heart. Do you get to your workplace and you put off the garment of your purpose? And when you are out of your workplace, you put it on. So you see a dichotomy between your work, your career, your profession, and your calling as a believer to witness Christ. If this becomes a revelation in the body of Christ that every believer from the church becomes an influencer in the workplace then definitely the world will be becoming what the Lord desired the world to be. So let's begin by saying God has a purpose for your work. Let, let that register in your heart. God has a purpose for my work. Whether I excel, whether I'm a civil servant, whether I'm a professional, it doesn't matter any work. God has a purpose 
for your work. You are going to realize that work is not a product of a cause. But work outside the purpose of the Lord can be under effect of a cause. And part of what I'm sharing with you this morning is how you can make progress in your workplace. The idea of work began in Genesis 2.15 when God set up the garden and God knew I cannot be responsible for everything about man. I have a responsibility and man has his. I will make a garden for you but the maintenance the management of that garden is yours. So God spoke to Adam the first work that was given to Adam was the management of his environment. Take charge. Manage it. You are a manager. How you take care of this environment is what it becomes for you. You know many of us are expecting change to come from somewhere. Every change that will ever happen to you God is expecting you to make it happen. Anything that we change. Anything that we change. If we want this place to change now. No prayer can change this place. Until we arise to act. Prayer can do what we cannot do. But action we do what we ought to do. So the first thing you need to put in mind. About workplace evangelism with the foundation I've laid. Is that your work has a purpose from God. God has a purpose for your work. Any work that you do. And that's why you also have to put this to mind. That you must not work for survivor but for God's purpose. You must not work for survivor. If you work for survivor, you will limit what God can do through you. You will limit what God can do through your work. God is more than enough to provide for us. Through our work. He said, I will bless the work of your hand. I will bless it. But every time you want to enter into this dimension of blessing that God has promised, don't carry survivor mentality. Oma must survive. Oh boy must survive. No. You carry a mentality of a purpose. David, when he was to face Goliath, he said, is there not a cause? There is a purpose. So anywhere you walk, any work that you are doing, no matter how, how small, 
no matter how insignificant god does not see the work of a president and the work of, of one farmer somewhere or one gardener somewhere god wants you to attach his purpose to your work i can't forget one of the words of wisdom of a father that the bolaniwa when i was still in the redeemed christian church of god daddy in the bible school daddy will be saying to us to motivate us the staff in the bible school when he was also there that if a gate man do the work of the provost he will get the reward of the provost from god if the provost did not do the work of a provost but he is doing the work <laughs> maybe of a gate man he will even though he's a provost the only reward he will get is the reward of a gate man so to make a difference in your place of work for god you must have this mindset why am i working here is it for survivor or for god's purpose please you need to take note of that number three which you need to put in mind is that you must know that your work is meant to make a difference for god you must know i must know that this work that i do is it making any difference for the kingdom of god is it making any difference for god is god benefiting from it is it touching god is it touching the heart of god you have to take note of that number four which you need to take note to understand workplace evangelism is that you must know that god wants you to be an influence for him in your workplace god wants you to be an influence for him and it doesn't matter whether you are even in business i have told us before how i was in business some years back and with that business the lord came to make me to understand that this shop is your altar your pulpit rather and when i embraced that and i began to use that shop to begin to influence lives for god when people come i will begin to develop relationship with them in the course of this month we will learn so many things about evangelism how you can be effective one of the ways is relationship so i will begin to develop relationship with customers they will think it is because i want to retain them as customers no it's because i'm looking for a common ground where i can connect with them and begin to influence them for christ because you can only easily draw those you have relationship with to christ than those you don't so evangelism is not effective 
when you don't have relationship with people so much the holy spirit can take over you can meet people on the road and begin to tell them oh receive jesus how many times have we done that and you see that some people don't respond to you because they don't know you the first thing you say to them when you are meeting with them is accept jesus accept jesus you they don't know you but when you develop relationship with people and then at it you may not even begin to talk about christ but you are developing a relationship you are building a space in their heart for them to be able to listen to you because by the time you are going to be sharing the gospel with them it will not be formal so it will be meeting a need it will be purpose-centered so in your workplace you realize that you can have relationship so you must understand i have shared about four things with us god wants us to be influencers for him god is on the search for influencers if you see people who are leaders for instance you see a president of a nation a president of a nation when they want to look for cabinet they look for people who can influence so god is also looking for influencers on the earth because they are those who can bring his will to pass on the earth especially in the workplace are you understanding what we are discussing together right now so this is what you need to know number five you need to understand to understand workplace evangelism you need to know that who you work for is more important than what you do you must be able to tell yourself who do i work for Sabless, are you listening to me? who do you do what do you work for i share with us on wednesday about bishop Oedepo and bishop Abiyoye, how he met him on the road they both went out for evangelism and bishop Oedepo was in a vehicle they were both coming bishop Abiyoye was trekking the assistant he was tired and Bishop Oyedepo saw him on the road. He was supposed to park and pick him, but deliberately, because he wanted, he was taking him through some tests to validate who he is. And then he discovered that even though he saw him, the assistant did not bother. He was still singing. He wasn't bitter for anything. And Bishop Oyedepo said, This is the man indeed to be trusted. And over the years, I told you, he has proved to be trusted. Why? One thing you will note about such men is that they know who they work for. When you think you work for a man, every time you think you work for a man, you will not be able to fulfill the purpose of God. For your own life, you, you won't even do your best for God. So anywhere, whether in the church, and you know we all have this mentality. 
even in the ministry oh they're working for this person they're working for this general overseer no when i you know I've, I've said it i think my wife has cautioned me at a time that i should be, not be saying it but you see when some pastors begin to complain about oh uh, this mission didn't pay us this mission didn't give us good money this mission didn't do this and you are a pastor and you are not now suing you are taking your the person that you are serving under to court you see all kinds of believers and pastors that we have on the basis that they deny you your right excuse me the question i now ask is that who calls you so when you work in an organization you work in a ministry you work anywhere see your boss is not that man is not that woman who is your boss in your place of work So when you walk you don't walk to please the man you don't walk to please the boss you walk as unto the lord so you must have this understanding who you work for is more important than what you do who you work for who you work for and that is why we now need to understand that if you know that your work is for the lord when you are in your place of work that place is a platform for jesus to be glorified your workplace it's a platform. It's a field for the Lord. You must be able to influence the Lord there. So very quickly, before we now round off for today, how do you first begin? How can you begin to evangelize in your workplace? How can you begin to fulfill the desire of the boss that you are working for there and i will narrow it to something in the next few minutes and that is character somebody say character so i'm talking right now about character evangelism in the workplace so when you understand this the first thing you need to know to evangelize in your place of work is character you must have what is called character evangelism character evangelism now somebody defined evangelism that it is not a professional job for a few trained men not a professional job for a few trained men but instead the unrelenting responsibility of every person 
who belong to the company of Jesus. Unrelenting responsibility of every person that belongs to the company of Jesus. So when you belong to the company of Christ, then you have unrelenting responsibility in your place of work to evangelize. And that can only begin through your character. That can only begin through your character. How can you evangelize in your place of work with your character? Number one, you must accept the call to be his witness at work. You must be able to accept that you are being called to be a witness. That's character evangelism. That's where it begins from. When you are saying you are a witness. A witness. A witness to somebody or somebody. You need to watch that person very well. There must be a correlation. There must be an alignment. Between what the witness is saying or doing and what is witnessing what it is i don't know whether you understand me you know there are people they call false witnesses so there must be alignment when you say you are a witness when they check what you are presenting and what is the truth is the reality there must not be a difference. I don't know whether you understand that. Now, when they saw Peter, they looked at him. The Bible says they saw that this was, these were untrained men. But there was something about them, they took notice of them that they have been with Jesus. They were able to see that these men have things in common with Jesus Christ. In your place of work, they must see that there are things in common with Christ that you represent. I think we have been told here that it is not just about reading the Bible in your place of work while you're supposed to be working or praying in tongues. Why you are supposed to be working? That, that person has received that letter that day. But it is about you are a witness. And to really witness Christ, the first thing is your life. So Jesus said, you will be witnesses unto me. When they see you, they will know that I am true. They can bring it together and you are a proof about who I am. In the court of law, when they say who is the witness here, it is for the court to have a proof in order to judge correctly. So when you are in your workplace, your life should judge Christ correctly. Has that made any sense to us? 
And do you know something? It is a call you have to accept. You have to accept it. As I'm in this place of work, I am not here. It is not about me. Let somebody say it's not about me. That's how to accept that call. It's not about you. In that place of work, don't think it's about you. You are come to represent another. You are sent there to represent Jesus. So it's not about you. When you have that mindset, do you know it will impact the way you live? The way you carry out your work? You will not be found among office politics. You will not be found doing things you ought not to be doing. That when they catch you, they will not say, ah, our brothers, our sister, sister. <laughs> no! So you are a witness that when people see Christ, they see you. Accept that as a call. That's character evangelism. They looked at the believers in Antioch. They said, these are little Christ. And what did they call them? They called them Christians. They looked at them for almost a year. Their lifestyle, everything they were doing, they were witnessing Christ. So in our places of work, people should be able to look at you when they observe you for one year. Observe you, at least let's say they observe you for one year. Because you may pretend for two months, pretend for three months, pretend for four months. But like one year, they are now, oh, she's a Christian. Number two. Character evangelism in the workplace. You need wisdom and love. To show the character of Christ to those who come in contact with you. You need wisdom and love. Character is based on wisdom and love. You must act wisely. You must act wisely. You must not just make decisions anyhow, do things anyhow. You must act wisely with people who come in contact with you. You must show the wisdom of the Lord. Show the love of Jesus to those who come in contact with you. And that is how to be the Christ in your workplace. Do you know that all through the lifetime of Christ on the earth, he operated in a wisdom that they could not gain say luke chapter 21 and verse 15. luke 21 15 i will give you a mouth and a wisdom that none of your adversary will be able to gain say nor resist let there be a wisdom let there be a love of christ that you show it is important number three Character evangelism has to do with the ability to look past the fault of people. You will begin to see people's fault in your place of work. You are not expecting to see saints. You must be able to tolerate people. You must be able to look 
past their fault because as a matter of fact if you are going to engage in character evangelism you must be somebody who have fruit of the spirit they will tamper with your patience they will tamper with everything they can put their hands in your mouth they, you know anything can they will just try to just and at the end of the day they are the one putting trap on your feet on your path and they are the one that will say and he calls himself a christian and she calls herself a christian i don't know whether you understand that so they are the one have you met people before that they will be the stumbling block on your way and they will still be the person the people that will say and he calls himself a pastor have you met such people before but how do you overcome this kind of thing which has to do with character evangelism they must not find fault with you you must be somebody that overlook the fault of people you must see the preciousness of their souls do we please understand that under no circumstance should a believer be arguing with an unbeliever or anybody in the office you are fighting with them when you fight with that person how will you witness to that person tomorrow you must be willing to be at the receiving end you must be willing see if you are not willing to be the one they have said it several times that they will say you are stupid you cannot impact any life for the lord people know when they have tampered with you and they find you to be who you say you are they may not tell you that they respect your christ but they already know so when you are you that you're supposed to be influencing people for jesus in your workplace you are not the one fighting there you fight this one you fight that one they greet you you don't answer you fight this you fight that and later you now want to call them and say sister can i tell you about jesus they will tell you which jesus lastly as we uh, pray character evangelism in the workplace how do you show the character of christ in the workplace you must show the excellence the dignity and the integrity of christ through your work your work must speak for you your work must do what it must speak for you don't do work a work or carry out your work sharply you cannot influence for christ in your workplace when you are lazy you are the one they run after to do your work you must set an example there must be an example of excellence in your work they must not find fault with your work look at daniel all through the time in babylon there was no fault found with him that's character they must not find you cheating they must not find you doing anything that can bring down 
the name of the Lord. It is quite important. It's quite important. And uh, let me add this to it. Character. Evangelism in the workplace. You must have the attitude of service. Serve. When they ask who can volunteer to do this and others are keeping back, be the first person to lift your hand up. Do it. Serve. Let them see you run around. Let them see you that you can serve. You can even serve those that are below you. You serve. It's important. When you serve, you begin to show the example of who Christ is. I pray that God is going to give us such grace in the name of Jesus. Have I passed a message to you? Christ in your workplace. Can we receive the grace of the Lord right now? I want you to pray that the Lord will release grace upon you to show him in your workplace. To show him to impact others for him through the work you do. Not just in the church but in your place of work that God I need grace to be a Christian in my workplace that's a prayer I need grace to be Christ like in my workplace I need grace to evangelize to proclaim Christ to draw men to draw others to influence others to you in my workplace help my character help my character let's pray lord help my character it takes character to be able to do that that's the first thing i don't know what the lord may be building on this next week but character is very important no matter the gift that you have no matter the talent that you have when your character <laughs> is 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 blameable when your character can really bring christ down you cannot lift him up in the life of anyone let's pray for the character of christ the character of christ pray that the lord will release unto you the lord let me grow in your character i want to be an evangelist for you in my workplace i want the glory of the lord to spread into my workplace oh father help me with the character of the lord jesus will you please talk to the lord talk to the lord talk to the lord talk to the lord that's very important that's very important that's very important father we receive that grace in the name of jesus we receive that grace Will you rise to your feet, please? And now talk to the Lord. Lord, please help me in my place of work that I will not fail you. Help me that I will promote your kingdom. Help me that I will promote all your desire. Please help me. Please help me. Please help me. Help me to be conscious of who I work for. 
help me to be conscious of who I am. Help me to be conscious from time to time. Oh Father, help me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray that as we have called upon the Lord this morning, may the Lord help us to take him to our workplaces. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.